This is the 508 Podcast, a podcast where we're crazy passionate about helping you navigate and excel into your 20s and beyond. Every month, we'll bring you candid conversations from the 508 leadership team about hot topics for those who are striving for growth. Let's listen in for this week's podcast episode. What's up, 508 family? Pastor Keaton here. Hope you're doing well today. Hey, I wanted to do a finisher to our last series. We did a series, a two-part episode on growing pains because we're in our 20s or you're in your 20s, uh, maybe in your early 30s like me, and you want to grow. You don't want to stay the same. You're hoping that you become more than you currently are, that you become more mature, wiser, uh, stronger. You have, you're have you walking closer to Jesus, all of those things. And we did an amazing two episodes where we talked about why you need to grow and then how to grow. And so if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen to those because there's a lot of really good information in those. But I want to do a follow-up episode for you guys because there's a tension to manage in your early 20s or a tension to recognize when you're like, I'm doing all of the things that you say to do. Like, I swear, I'm doing all of the things to do. And I I don't think I'm growing. It feels like I'm not changing, Pastor. And I'm like, I remember that. I remember being there. And so this episode is going to be like for you who you've done the things you're supposed to do. And it feels like I'm not progressing at all. Help. And what I will say is that's normal for a period of time. Uh, Pastor Josh had said in the last episode, if you're growing, there's fruit, there's stretch marks. And that is true. But there is also a time when it feels like nothing is happening, not a thing. And for a period that is normal and common, even though it's frustrating. Now, if that happens into your 30s and 40s and 50s, I might be wondering if you're actually doing some of the things that we've instructed or given wisdom or counsel on. Uh, But for a short period of time in your 20s, that makes sense that something would happen. And Jesus actually addresses that in, in the Gospels. Uh, in Mark chapter 4, he tells a parable to his disciples to explain what's it like when the kingdom of God grows inside of you. And you might be like, okay, what does that even mean? It says in Luke that the kingdom of God is inside of you and it grows, it expands. It starts very, very small and it grows. And you're like, okay, what does that mean? It means uh, the kingdom of God is where you do what God wants done. Uh, you're able to be like Jesus. You're able to be a follower of Jesus. You, uh, All the things that you wrestle with are no longer there. So it starts small and it grows. And he tells this parable in Mark chapter 4. It's only a few verses. It's It reads just like this. And he said to his disciples, The kingdom of God is, a, is as if a man should s- scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and he rises night and day and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. The earth produces by itself first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, if you were in church uh, last Sunday, uh, the last Sunday in January, PD, Pastor Derek did a message uh, on a similar passage. It's actually right before this, and there's also one in Luke about the different soils. This is a different parable, okay? This is about growth. And what I want to do is I want to work backwards through this passage. Okay. So first thing you want to know, uh, in verse 28, it says first the blade and then the ear and then the full grain in the ear. So point number one, there's an order to growth. This, it starts really, really small and then it gets a little bigger 
and then it gets a little bigger and it gets a little bigger and it gets a little bigger. There's an order to it. A lot of us in our 20s put a we plant a seed of growth. We like we do the work to plant the seed and then we sit there wondering it's not growing. I put it in at 11 a.m. last yesterday. Like it's not growing. It's like, well, yeah. There's an order to this. And the first order is not the first fruit that you see. You know what happens to the seed when it goes into the ground? It dies. Which is why in your 20s, when you start to grow, a lot of times it feels like death. Because it actually is. Especially if you weren't a Christ- growing up as a Christian, if you are new to the faith, uh, the first thing that happens when you ch- you follow Jesus, you start, to, you start to learn what it means to die to yourself, which means to die to your former ways so that you can become something new. There is no growth. There's nothing new without death to what was old. There has to be a death first. So when you're on a growth journey, you're like, and you're like, it feels like dying. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. I remember uh, in my early 20s when I started uh, really getting into church uh, back in Colorado, I remember doing all of the things that my young little pastor told me to do. Uh, I was in the scripture frequently. I prayed as best I could. I read the books that I was supposed to read. I attended church as what I did. I did the things I was supposed to do. And I was like, nothing's happening. And I remember my pastor being like, yeah, you're dying to yourself first. Trust the process. It's going to come. And then a little bit of fruit will come. And then a little bit of fruit will come. Point number two. Hey, the earth produces by itself. So here's what it says. In verse 28, it's the first half of that verse. The earth produces by itself. There is an element of dirt that produces growth. Not you. Dirt. What is dirt? You're like, you got to let the dirt do its work. But what is the dirt? The dirt could be uh, those trials in unfortunate circumstances that you wish you could escape, but you can't. So maybe your living situation isn't what you want. Uh, Maybe you're still in your parents' home. Maybe you're working a job you don't really want to work. Maybe you just had a bad relationship breakup. Maybe you're still stuck in a bad relationship. There are circumstances outside of your control that all of us are trying to escape, but we got to let the dirt do its work. In James chapter 1, it says, count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. Various kinds. So what kind of trial? <laughs> Literally any, any kind of trial. A various trial. And it says, remain steadfast so that you can let steadfastness have its full effect that you, you, may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You see, what happens when, when you try to escape a trial when something in your life gets uh, uncomfortable or in the first thing you want to do is I need a change of circumstance. I need a change of location. I need a change of job. I need a change of relationship. I need a change of church. I need a different podcast, different book, different, 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 different. You just add things. What you're trying to do is escape the dirt doing its work in your life. What if you are perfectly positioned in where you are to grow? You know, if you're in a job you don't like, there's an element uh, uh, in that job where it's forcing you to grow. It's forcing you to endure in, an eff- in a place where you're like, I don't, I don't like this. You can't have perfect circumstances all the time ever. No one ever promised that. But that is an element that will actually create some patience in you, some steadfastness, some strength. It will also give you a vision for the future of what you want to do and what you don't want to do. There's an element of growth if you let the dirt do its work. One of the worst things that you can do in your early 20s 
is try to escape the dirt when it's trying to do its work. Okay, don't try to escape. And then the last part, this is actually the very beginning uh, of the parable. Jesus says this, he says, the kingdom of God, that's where God's will is done in you and through you. So it starts as a small seed inside of you. The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and he rises night and day and the seed sprouts and it grows. He knows not how. He sleeps and he rises. He sleeps and he rises and it grows and he knows not how. There is an element of patience and a continuation uh, through life to let things grow and then there's a release of control. You know, the man, he gets out there and he scatters the seed. He does the work. You scattering seed in the context of this parable is you doing the things your pastors have asked you to do in order to grow. It's doing what you know you need to do in order to grow. That could be like remaining where you are in your circumstances, but it also could be doing the things about the reading of the books, getting into community, making sure you're praying and serving and attending church, all of those little things. Those are the things that you have control over. But then there's other things that day by day you don't have control over that get to work out in your life that cause you to grow. But you you got to let go of the, I need to know how. I, I got to know how. I got to know how. How? How, pastor? How is that going to work? And if you're asking how, uh, you're in good company. There's three stories in uh, the gospel, or two stories in the gospel of Luke, one in Acts that all ask the exact same question. So an angel visits Zechariah at the very beginning of, of the gospel of Luke. And he says, your wife is old and she's going to have a baby. And he goes, how? angel, Gabriel, yeah. how am I to know that this is going to happen? And Gabriel's like, I'm Gabriel. I just told you. Like, it's just going to happen. <laughs> and he gets rebuked. And then there's another story in Acts, Acts chapter 1. And the disciples, they've seen Jesus resurrect, and they come to him, and they're like, all right, Jesus, 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 will at this time you restore the kingdom to Israel? And Jesus says, it is not for you to know how this will happen, or of times and seasons that are fixed by God's authority. See, there's an element of life. You and I, we, we don't get to know. It is not for you to know what God has fixed by his own authority, times and seasons by his own authority. But then he says, but you will receive power. Okay, so you will know, you will not know, or you will receive, and you will receive power. But then Mary is like in the middle of this story. As I said, there's three. I give you one before, one after. Mary, when an angel comes to tell her that uh, she's going to conceive, uh, angel shows up and says, hello, woman, highly favored. You will conceive a son. And she doesn't say, how will I know this? She says, how will this be? How is this going to come to pass? How is it going to happen? She doesn't even ask how she's supposed to know that what is going to happen is going to happen. She just trusts. Just trusts. You and I, we, we want to know how it's going to work. And Mary was like, how will this be? How, how is it like, I don't need to know, but how are you going to make it happen, God? And the same answer that was given to Mary was, was given to the apostles and to John. It says the Holy Spirit will come upon you 
the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And for Mary, it was a new life inside of her womb. And for the, for the apostles, it was a new power for what was the kingdom of God was going to advance. When you're sitting in a season of growing and you're doing the things day by day by day, you're letting the dirt do its work and you're recognizing that you're dying to yourself and you're doing the things that need to be done, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and there will be new life and new power that eventually comes into your life because there's a process to your growth and it involves the Holy Spirit. So when God comes upon you in your circumstances and when God comes upon you, uh, when you're doing your Bible reading and attending in church and doing all the things that you know you need to do to grow, you're going to grow. And before you know it, you're going to be 29, 30, 31, and harvest will be there. And you'll be like, how'd that happen? How? How? You do your part, sow the seed, and God will do his part. He will transform you from the inside out, and it is a mystery. You don't need to know how. I remember, so I started really getting involved in church at 25. That's like when I start, stepped into ministry, and they let me step into ministry knowing there was a long trajectory of growth. That was only six years ago, and I don't know what I did during those six years to grow as much as I have grown, but I look back, and I, can't, I don't even recognize the person that I was from six years ago. That's not that long, six years, but I was consistent. I did what I was supposed to do and God did what he was supposed to do because he has promised to do, if you do your part, he will do his part so you can grow. So right now you feel like I'm not growing. I promise you are. Maybe you're in a season where you are dying to yourself. Maybe God is using your circumstances to transform something in you to make you more like his son and make you everything that he has intended you to be. And maybe, and maybe, maybe just maybe, you're not that far from becoming who you want to become. 508, it's been a pleasure to share this with you. And remember, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode from the 508 Podcast. If this episode helped or impacted you in any way, we would love for you to subscribe, leave us a like, rating, or review. If you have something you would like for us to talk about, we'd love for you to send it in through by leaving a comment on our YouTube channel or messaging us on Facebook or Instagram. Last thing, if you enjoy this podcast and want to see what it's like to be at an actual 508 service, visit our social media pages and search for the 508 or click the link below for all of our YouTube viewers. And until the next time, remember, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it.